0: Hello and welcome to the FEZ show on the twenty second of May twenty twenty. We have had some race at home challenge news with the addition of Berlin, which we'll be racing on tomorrow. So joining me to preview the fifth round of the Race at Home Challenge is William Dodds and Jack Pickering. Morning boys. Good morning.
1: Hi Jack. Hi
0: Jack. I oh, know double jack, Jack Attack. We haven't had a Jack Attack episode for a while, but Will, it's great to have you back on.
1: Yeah, good to good to be here. Excited for the, for the latest instalment of the Race at Home series.
0: I know Berlin. So we've been fueling this DLC now for like three, four weeks, and to finally have, you know, an announcement and a track that you know has been announced in Berlin, Jack, is is, is amazing. It's really good. Um, so, what was your impressions that we we got Berlin?
2: Halla, hallelujah. Uh, if I'm completely honest. Um... <laughs> I'm so happy that we got another track um yeah no it's 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 been a long time coming um so yeah no I'm uh, I'm very happy we're not going to Monaco we're not going to electric docks. We're not going to Hong Kong. We're, we're going to another track and it's Berlin. So, yeah, no, it's fantastic.
0: It was something, Will, that the series needed to do like massively because the championship was becoming stale. Even if we look at the sim racers who were qualifying for the event, they're getting lower and lower and lower. It started at 109 and now, I think, last time I checked Friday night, there was 40 people. I was one of them. Um, who who had qualified for the sim race event for this weekend so it needed something to freshen it up
1: no i totally agree um on that point jack i think that it, you can't kind of keep going around the the same three tracks especially you know when when one of them isn't actually even a kind of real track that they're using the calendar um it's great news as well that it's berlin I think that's a track that m- most people kind of really enjoy um, and it's just going yeah, to be exciting to see them going around somewhere else. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much echo kind of the thoughts of both of you that this is definitely some good news for the series.
0: If the championship, if the Race at Home Challenge series, however you want to call it, was actually doing a sort of you know energy management race, Berlin would be amazing to see it, Jack, because Berlin is probably one of the toughest, along with Marrakesh on energy management. So it would have been great to potentially maybe have seen a, an energy management race as part of the Race at Home Challenge in Berlin.
2: Yeah, Marrakech Marrakesh is obviously the longest track of the season at, at almost at just over three kilometres. Um, and then uh, and then Berlin, uh, the uh, the current configuration that we've been racing on for the last few years, it is uh, it's it's very flat out. You've got the long run into Turn One, then uh, uh, and then you've got the thing like China double backing on you, and then another flat uh, and, and and also turns. I think I think it's seven and eight. I might be wrong, but I think Turn Seven and Eight are the is the flat out section before you uh, before you break into the hairpins at turn nine, turn ten could be wrong might have got that completely mixed up but no I think it's uh, I I think it's absolutely fantastic that yeah um, uh, that we've got a new circuit and yeah had, had it been a little bit longer who knows we might have seen some energy management
0: yeah, £7.14. Now, obviously, that's UK price. Euros, you'll have to... It's probably, like, €8. Euros. Um, and God knows how many dollars. I, I can't be honest doing the um, conversion. But a tad expensive wheel. But cheaper than iRacing. Because iRacing, if you we have a new track... You know, it's about, you know, some tracks can be like £11, 12 £14 pounds on iRacing. And I know R Factor 2 is like a proper sim build and it's supposed to be as realistic as possible. And they're also trying to improve their graphics. So I can probably explain the price. But when Monaco was £6, pound, you know, it's only two kilometres and you've got some longer tracks, which is like Le Mans, for example, which is eight kilometres. And I think you can buy Le Mans for £9. Pounds, so it is a bit, a tad expensive.
1: Yeah, I guess the, the thing with with the kind of advances that we've seen in in sim racing in terms of just popularity but also in terms of like new tracks being added and more people kind of coming to the platforms I do think that it is going to kind of the costs are going to mount up for people who are are trying to kind of do it at home so that is a shame but I guess at the same time you know compared to kind of costs of karting the costs of, of actually getting to a point where you can kind of start racing cars sim racing is hugely accessible so i mean like there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it and as you said that you know the difference between you know playing something like r factor 2 compared to just like the formula one game is that it's very realistic and it's a it's a genuine simulation rather than than a game and that's kind of takes research and money and investment so i can understand perhaps why you know they have to charge kind of um a decent amount of money for it
0: so yeah i i I tend to agree like you know obviously you want something that's decent and obviously f- i think all R factor two tracks are laser scanned so you know that obviously takes some sort of you know getting used to so jack i'm just trying to think actually if you know formerly now they've released berlin but we've still got a few tracks left to actually like you know sp- do a race, so it looks like we probably will be rotating and going back to Hong Kong, or, or back to Monaco, or do you think that maybe, in a couple of weeks' time, we might see another pack potentially come out, or do you think Berlin is just the only one we're going to get?
2: Well, technically, if we have, um hang on, I, I think I'm doing my maths right, because because we've had four tracks, uh and there's eight races, so if we have, uh so we can just have two races per per track, so, yeah obviously that's still not ideal at the end of the day and and yeah we should and yeah i wish that we would have had more tracks but uh it's it's not looking likely there's uh there's there's still a rumor about mexico city but um we're not we're not 100 percent sure on whether it's going to happen or not but uh at least at least they've got one new track for this um for this but yeah i i, I do still wish that we had
0: Feeling will that mexico because we spoke about mexico possibly being you know one of the races that you know they'd use and then as soon as we mentioned that the modder that creates all the modded tracks for Formula on r factor two you know created the mexico track and it had all the official dhl sponsorship the michelin sponsorship julius bar sponsorship which you would see on the berlin track but you know it was free whereas normally when that guy creates a modded track they're all fake sponsors so we were quite interested that formerly might have been looking to the modded community to maybe do that Mexico race and they still could potentially because it does actually have the official sponsorships but maybe because it's not a laser scan track and it looks it does look different compared in terms of its build to if you look at the Berlin pictures it looks completely different so maybe they won't go to the modded community but you know with the sponsorship being on that track which is normally a you know and it would never happen in a modded community track. I thought that was interesting. You never know, Fumarie could still go there.
1: Yeah, it, it's probably something to look into, you know, if you get into this situation when they want to extend the season. You can't just have kind of a continued season where it's just going around in this kind of <clears throat> Monaco and Hong Kong kind of purgatory. So maybe that is something they look into. Obviously, if they are going for this kind of highly accurate um model and they want the the racing to be as realistic as possible and as much of a proper simulation as possible then maybe there is a risk going to kind of a modded track that hasn't been properly laser scanned and you know the racing is a very exacting art um and you know it doesn't take much to be slightly different for things to potentially go quite wrong um because you know the drivers have you know put in a lot of practice to um, to kind of get to the level that they are. Um, I'm not, I, not to say that I doubt that they would be able to get used to a modded track if there were some slight kind of um, differences, but I think it is important also that we, we're trying to be as accurate as possible.
0: So I'm just looking at the calendar right now. So we have obviously Berlin this week, Jack. Next week, we don't know where we're going to go. Probably, I would, I'm going to assume we're probably going to go to Leicester because that makes sense because we've already done Hong Kong twice and we've done Monaco twice. So go to Leicester for a second time and then fifth and sixth, uh the sixth and seventh, sorry, of, of June. And then you'd probably end at Berlin again to have a double header at, you know, Berlin technically doing that twice. So then you would have done every track that Formula we can use twice.
2: Yeah, no, I, if, if I had to pick a circuit to end on, I'd definitely go Berlin because the other three, I think we saw with Monaco, we just saw, um, we just saw the crash fest coming down that down the narrow section down the hill. Hong Kong, we saw a crash fest into turn one, and then in Leicester, we saw a crash fest at the chicane. And so, I think by process of elimination, the best the best place to have an end of um, uh, an end of season would be in um, uh, would be in uh, Berlin.
0: That's one thing where we've got to avoid. We have to avoid a crash fest like we had in Hong Kong, because it was just a joke in terms of how silly it looked. And then even for me to see formally republicize you know, that mess that we saw, you know, at Turn 1 in Hong Kong and, and all the negative comments that have come with it, I didn't think it was good PR. I know they sometimes they say, you know, bad PR is good PR at the same time, but in terms of attracting people to watch this racing series when you have your drivers literally half the field crashing into each other, it doesn't look very good.
1: Yeah, and, you know, maybe you get a few more hits on the YouTube channel and on a couple of clips um, watching a massive crash, but I don't think that's going to make people actually want to sit down and kind of invest time and, and interest in something where, you know, all, all the major players are just going to be taken out in a kind of huge pile-up at Turn 1. I don't think that that is good for the kind of longevity of the kind of Race at Home series, if this is something that Formula E want to kind of stick with. So... Yeah, I mean, in terms of the, the sim racing events that I've enjoyed the most, it's always been the ones that are quite realistic and when there's kind of been limited crashing and when if people have crashed and they've kind of been penalized for it because that's what happens in, in real racing. So I think that it's really important they avoid that. And I don't think that kind of publicizing these these big crashes or kind of making them into a kind of a feature of the product is a good idea i think the most important thing is to get it realistic and to to make it as, as interesting and competitive as race as possible
0: exactly and hopefully berlin will do that because you know it's a, it's a bit more open there's a bit more space now the problem obviously jack with formula retracks is how narrow they are and you know in real life okay they're able to avoid it without massively hitting each other because they're professional racing drivers you know these drivers you have to remember are not professional sim racers but you'd still expect them to sort of get through the first corner in a tight sh- streets track on a simulation you know fairly smoothly because we've seen it at electric docks you know we saw it at monaco that they well did we see it at monaco that's a lie um but you know we saw at electric docks with that tight chicane that they were able to sort of you know manage to get through quite quite well so fingers crossed that with berlin with the space that we've got you know it won't look terrible
2: yeah, and also to point out, it, we 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 only saw it um, in Hong in the second Hong Kong race. In the first Hong Kong race, it was a very very clean getaway in through turn one. It was just last time out. It was an absolute crash fest, and um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it was it, it 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 was an absolute mess. But um, but no, it yeah, I think with Berlin, it, it's it's a lot easier because but uh, but because they're racing on an, uh on a airport apron it it is a lot easier to to uh to go around there the thing is a lot a a lot of these uh, a lot of these formulae tracks aren't as narrow as as people say they are people think that they're like the size of like alleyways in london but no they're not they are um most most of them are are quite wide so um so that paris is quite wide down the two straits um and so uh, and uh and places like that however hong kong is one of the smaller circuits to uh, to get around so um so yeah it, it, it's obviously going to happen like that but, but with berlin um there's plenty of room especially into where the attack mode zone usually is um is that turn six if i if if i've based it right off my two previous corners that i've said then yes it is turn yeah. six um but yeah no i think yeah that there, it's it's the widest point on the Formula E calendar. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I think um, I think that Berlin is going to be fantastic for the race at home challenge.
0: The thing is now, in terms of what I want to talk about next, is like if Formula Marine needs. Like a specific game because formerly have been doing a lot of work mobile game wise you know real racing free getting in that they've recently announced something on asphalt 8 where you can you know have a try drifting the the gen 2 car which is great it's great to see you know formulary in those types of games but i think this race at home challenge you know would have decided and you know would have decided the need if there is an actual need for a specific a formulary game and if there's interest in it now personally i think that's still debatable i think we'll formally probably need a game so that they can jump to sim racing at a far more accessible rate and you know just a, a game where in you know lots of people could potentially buy and then you you've got a game and you've got your own platform rather than using someone else's platform but because of how awkward and, and i don't think it's been a success the race at home challenge so far it's been i don't know if that you know increases the interest for people wanting to actually own a Formula E game
1: yeah it's it's a difficult one um is formulary e at a level of popularity where it can kind of basically kind of legislate for creating its own game will there be enough people that are interested in buying it and you know if they are going to kind of make it very good, then it will probably cost a lot of money. Um, I I think probably the best idea for now is to kind of continue the partnership with R-Factor 2, potentially try and um, get more of the current tracks built. Um, I think that way, you know, people are not just getting kind of Formula E, they're also getting kind of everything else that R-Factor 2 has to offer. And I also think that it's probably best for Formula E to continue going down the accurate simulation route than going down the kind of game route um i think there's always going to be more interested in, in in that because i just don't think that formulary e is is kind of quite potentially widespread enough in its fan base just to have people who kind of want to play it as a game i, th- I think that the best option in terms of in terms of the interest is is with the the continued kind of accurate simulation
0: no i, t- I tend to agree i don't think the fan base is there and if you had a specific Formula E game, then you know people people wouldn't. Well, people would buy it. I'd buy it, and I'm pretty sure we'd buy it. Everyone here, but the, you know the casual person might not buy it. Whereas a lot of casual people buy F1 2019. I don't think Formula E is in that place where you know people will just casually buy a Formula E game. So I do think the R Factor 2 route is probably the best route to go down, Jack. But with the prices, obviously, of the tracks and everything being quite separate so you know seven pound 14 it was like six pounds for monaco you know to buy the pack for the formula e cars on hong kong it was like 13 11 pounds and then you've got the game on top of that so you have to buy r factor 2 which is another 26 pounds on steam then you know if if you want to have more tracks in the game the price quickly ramps up and all of a sudden i know you're buying it technically in installments. But, you know, once you look at a collective, you'll be looking at about 70, 80 pounds to, to just have a, f- if you wanted just to race Formula E cars, just to race Formula E cars, which is quite expensive. But Will is totally right in terms of, yes, you can then race, you know, on F1 tracks and F1 cars and different cars for that um, f- through the modded community and through whatever R Factor 2 has, has, has made for free. But obviously there are other packs for our factor 2 as well in terms of like GT packs and, and other track packs that you know you'd have to use to buy and that's more money on the game
2: yeah no i'm uh, i'm not going to go ahead and buy it yet because i think that eight quid that what what was it 7 quid 14 £7 is 14, not yeah, yeah it's it, it's just not worth it for um for um just a track i reckon what they should do is they should um, mod a few other tracks and so make it say like six seven tracks bundle that uh, six seven tracks including like leicester hong kong and monaco include the gen 2 pack and then sell it for what 40 45 quid absolute bargain there i'd go for uh, I'd, uh, I'd go for that then but to pay seven quid for a track is i, I just i i just don't do it and um uh uh uh, and we were talking before the show, um, and that with uh, about Toby, who's been on the show a couple of times. He bought it last night, and he told you, Jack, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, because you have to remember, even the casual fan. Like, R Factor Two is a proper sim, and if you're not got a proper sim setup, you know. I suppose you don't need a massive sim setup in the sense, like you know, you could just have a Logitech G Twenty Nine, like me, and a little desk stand, and and off you go. You can race on R Factor Two, but. You know, for people who don't want to spend that type of money or can't spend that type of money, you know, even in installments on a game, whereas, you know, they're used to the £45 now, the £40, the £50, and you get one game, you get all the cars, you get all the tracks, you get all these extra features that come with it. People are used to that and they don't want just one specific thing costing so much. So... It might be great for the sim community and people who really, really like me, for example, want to drive Formula E cars. Okay, it's great you've got R Factor Two, but those people like Jack, for example, who you know just want a game but don't want to spend over the odds for a game, you know, uh, you know, aren't that interested in spending this much money on, on a Formula E game.
2: No, I would just like to point out, I desperately want to drive the for, uh, for Formula E cars around Formula E tracks. It's just. Eight quid for a track is way too much. So, yeah, I will, I will wait for a while.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe it's a matter of of kind of creating a bundle on on Half Two, maybe, and that could be a kind of cheaper way of doing it once they've kind of got all the tracks developed. Um, it's a difficult one because I'm the same. I I'd, I'd absolutely love to to uh, kind of drive. Uh, Formula E cars around Formula E tracks, but uh, again the, the situation is that you know not everyone has a, a Great kind of sim setup. so I can understand how a game in that sense is, is Potentially more accessible. It, it, it's a it's a really difficult one I guess they have more access to kind of numbers and they understand You know what the kind of level of interest is so yeah, we'll see
0: It sounds like there's a Formula E car in the background
1: I was thinking the same. <laughs> Am I might.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just sounded like you were talking, there was a starting up of a Formula E engine in the background. It was quite funny. Um, uh, but no, that could be a
1: washing machine, actually. That could be the washing
0: right. machine. So, to be we've
1: fair,
2: ju- we 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 have literally just defended the series that we love with. Yeah, uh, I know. We've the, just said we've right. just so, said
0: that a Formula E engine, Formula E car. I never, like thought, I never
2: thought. I never thought I'd heard. Uh, I'd hear Jackson say that. But oh oh but that, well.
0: that was quite funny. Um, but no, but the question is, Jack really now is is there an appetite for a Formula E game which I'm probably assuming that you're going to say yes but you know are we ready for a Formula E game?
2: There is an appetite right here for the Formula E game uh, <laughs> but um, I think uh I think quite a few people would would get it if, uh, if they wouldn't be willing to pay a, an extortionate amount for it but I think uh, I think that I, I think yeah, as uh, as as we've been talking over the last few minutes, a bundle would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, a bundle on R Factor Two. Lots of people have R Factor Two already, so uh, and 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 it's only what twenty five thirty quid on Steam. So so yeah, I th- uh, yeah yeah I think a bundle would be absolutely perfect. And but in terms of an an actual Formula E game, it it wouldn't. I don't think it would like sell enough copies to make a profit. Which I think is the moral of Formula E, unfortunately. But um, but uh, doing a doing an R factor, um, uh, doing an R factor bundle of the tracks and the cars, I think, would be absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, I think I brought a set of Corsa Compensione. a near the, you know great, great Italian phrasing there, um, and I think I got that cheaper than what it was because you can go on different websites on the on the internet and you can find it. I think I bought it for like twenty pounds, but I think on Steam it's like thirty five pounds, and that's a Blanche Pan GT three like specific game, and it has all the, all their tracks and so forth. So thirty five pound is is not too bad, and if Formula Three we went down that route, um, I think that would be a lot more accessible for. Um, for fans to race on, but in terms of moving on now, um, obviously we've had no practice wheel at Berlin, and hopefully the washing machine is not sounding like it's not, you know, we're not hearing our washing machine, our washing machine Formula E car anymore. Um, no one's had any practice, so fingers crossed we might have quite a competitive track.
2: Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure who's gone, but I'll, I'll, I'll step in on this one. Um, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think a lack of practice uh, may, may create some more exciting racing. Um, so, uh, obviously, because they've, uh, they've had less. I don't think it'll affect the sim race much, but in the Formula E race, I don't think we'll see um, the, the, the same dominant, the same dominance that we've seen from Max Gunn to Sof Van Dorn and Pascal Verline. Um, I think uh, I think we might see a, uh, I think we might see a little bit more jumbled up grid order and then uh, but yeah no in in the sim race I think it's going to be uh, more of uh, more of the same I think
0: you think well what do you think do you think it's going to be more competitive or is it going to be less competitive co- depending on the, you know, they haven't had that much time. I suppose they'll be practising right now as we speak at Berlin, but I suppose it's not as much time as they would usually give to practising for a sim race.
1: I I guess what we can kind of take from real racing is generally if they have less practice, um, it creates a kind of more interesting, potentially um, kind of jumbled up order and a kind of more dramatic race. So... I would probably expect that to be the case tomorrow, if they've had less time to practice, and uh, you know the track's only just been released. Um, but at the same time, I guess the the kind of more experienced sim racers and the ones who've kind of really put in the hours, you know, you mentioned kind of uh, Günther and, and Van Dorn, you know, people who potentially were quite into sim racing before this even began, maybe they'll have the advantage just because you know they don't potentially need as much practice to, to kind of pick it up quickly.
0: Yeah, we saw Mortara obviously get pole jack and uh, he'd said he didn't do that much practice. So I suppose, you know, it could still be anyone's game or, you know, it might favour those who are probably be more naturally talented at sim racing like your Verline Javan Dorn and your Mac Gumpfer.
2: Well, well, yeah, Mortara was a Hong Kong specialist. So, so I'm trying to think of who is a specialist at Berlin. Maybe, maybe, I think Daniel App got ninth on the grid in Hong Kong. So you never know after... I think zero points on the board for this, uh, for this race at home challenge for Audi. Um, who knows? Maybe Daniel app could sw- could spring a surprise. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's going to be a lot more jumbled up than usual. I think, I think also the fact that, that, that they go out in, in championship order in the same way that they do in formula E that might make it a little bit more exciting, even though that they don't have track evolution. I think, um, uh, I think it might give those towards the end a bit more of an advantage.
0: Fingers crossed, because normally, once qualifying's finished, once Van Dorn, Gunther and, and uh, Gunther, I don't know who the other one is now. Verline. Verline. And once they've gone through and they've set their. Qu- I'm like, okay, Verline's on pole because no one else is quicker than them. So it's like, it was unlikely. So when I saw Mortar on pole, I was like, oh, I have to change my notes because for the last couple of races, I've just gone, okay, he's on pole because no one else is quick enough to actually, like, Surpass them and you're like just waiting for qualifying to finish to start the race because you're like but boys just turn terms of predictions then because we've been thinking it's going to be a bit more of a competitive race there might be a bit more up for grabs will who do you think is going to win
1: uh i'll go for a a home win for for maxi gunter
0: jack
2: right okay i was wrong last week and it was first week that i was wrong um so this week, I'm going to try and be even more wrong. I, I think I am going to stick with Daniel Apt. I, uh, and just an absolute surprise, a, a, a massive surprise from Daniel Apt. If not, I I, I hope he gets a podium. So now, he I'm, might going to say, your... I'm going to say Daniel Apt. Um, I'm
0: going to go Daniel Apt. Okay, fine. Uh, interesting. I'm, I'm going to say that you're going to be wrong. But no yes, offence, uh, Daniel Apt. Yes, I agree. No offense. I agree. But, Sorry, Dan. Yes, if if he, he does if he does win, you should start betting on the lottery.
2: Oh my God, yes! If no, he does I win, buying a lottery ticket.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Van Dorn. I keep saying Van Dorn. He's got to win at some point. He can't just be, be on pole, be near the front. He just needs not to have any crashes and, and not to damage his car. And hopefully, a wide track like Berlin will suit him, not crashing into anything. So. Fingers crossed on a Stoffel Van Dorn victory, and maybe I'll finally get one. i c I've forgotten, to be fair, I, I forget who I predict, but I know I predict Van Dorn a bit. Yeah. I shouldn't buy a I shouldn't buy a lottery ticket, put it that way. Right, boys, we're running out of time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Nice Thanks, Jack. And we will be back on Monday to review what happens at Berlin. So fingers crossed, we have a great race. There's not much of a crash fest. If you've been really enjoying the content, remember to hit that like button and subscribe button. And if you wanna come and join us in our Discord channel, hit the link below, come and have a chat with us. We're very friendly, I think. And that's it. So thank you so much for watching. You've been watching the FEZ show. Goodbye.